While the phone lines at Atlanta, Georgia, presumably are open, the dulcet tones of Michael <laughs> A. Graham are about to come down the airways. Happy New Year, old Bean, or do you Republicans not say Happy New Year anymore? Oh, no, we say Happy New Year. We say Merry Christmas. In fact, yesterday, Donald Trump was at a big rally, and he was defending saying Merry Christmas, and one of the uh, liberal Democrats in the crowd started screaming, Stop spreading hate! Stop spreading hate. So I'm here to spread hate on uh, News Talk. And I miss you. I always miss you when you're gone. I also want to say that I appreciate the fact that you're prepared to acknowledge, based on this new study, that you have been using your natural beauty and good looks to advance your career. And it's time that we talk openly about George Hook's sexuality and how he's used it as an economic weapon. But uh, before we get that, what what prompted (laughs) this extraordinary view in your mind about good looks anyway, right? prompted us. Well, there's a new article that uh, shows that uh, attractive women do, in fact, prosper more at university. And this goes along with other studies that show that attractive women prosper more in the workplace than unattractive women. And this is called, uh, for everybody who doesn't understand it, quote, human evolution, close quote. <laughs> it is just the way it is. But I, no doubt about But you can imagine this doddery old university professor, you of know, course. marking the papers and in the <laughs> front row, in the front row is this gorgeous uh, blonde. Oh, Professor Hook, I seem to be having trouble with my button. Couldn't you help me with it, please? You know, I really need a B yeah, in this class I can to imagine, keep my yeah. scholarship. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and what life, I'm, you know, what this, I'm, and, of right. course, of course get... here in America, we've got a whole social justice warrior movement that's trying to end that, which is just trying to, it's like trying to end gravity. It's human nature. There's nothing right. you do about what it. I'm fa- what I was astonished about is that such is your interest in Irish politics that you mm-hmm. were even reading the manifesto of one of the smallest parties in our country called Renua. Yes, and before I say anything, because I don't want to do anything to hurt these guys, I hate this party and I would never vote for them. So, <laughs> I don't want to hurt them by actually saying, but you know, when you read the phrase individual entrepreneurship and individual liberty, you have to go back on your br- computer browser and make sure you're reading about Ireland because that's such a, I'm not, not only am I not surprised they're the smallest party, I, I assume they do most of their meetings at a single booth at you know at a Dublin bar uh, when they're advocating this idea of individual responsibility, the idea that people on the dole should actually work for it, the idea that public sector pensions should have some connection to the fiscal reality that working private sector uh, Irish face. It's, I just find it interesting. I'm, you know, I'm not an expert at all, and I hate them. And please, every vote for Renua is a stab in my heart. For those of you <laughs> but, of course, you must love the fact that they want to lock everybody up. Apparently, if you park on a double yellow line three mm-hmm. times, uh, you go to jail for life. You must like that, do you? Uh, a three strikes rule in criminal justice where a third serious offense would automatically see a life sentence. They uh, haven't you haven't know, said I'm, what a serious offense is. Could be parking right? no, look, on the double yellow line. I'm not a spokesperson for a new... I'm just interested. I'm interested in this idea that individual liberty and entrepreneurship uh, and and making the government work for the people has any support in Ireland at all. I find it interesting, and I, I think it's a hopeful sign. Obviously, the Irish are going to do what you're going to do. It's your country. You should not listen to me when it comes to voting to be serious. It's completely your country. You should want the way you should. But you also shouldn't listen to that nitwit you just had on, George, who was telling you that people from jihad country have, quote, a human right, close quote, 
to come to Ireland or to Europe or to Sweden or to, that's ridiculous. No, people do not have the human right to override your right as Irish citizens to have a country and laws. It's your country. Yeah, uh, the the um, Obama, I'm going to stay with guns. So I'm much more interested okay. in guns. I know because, you always are interested yeah. in guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your man, he's not your man. He's not even my man. I have to say, Obama. <laughs> he, he now has started crying. We we have a guy who cries as well in our government. Uh, crying would clearly appear to be a good way for politicians to perform. <laughs> Uh, well, I will say this for President Obama, and you know I'm not a fan, but his nickname is No Drama Obama. He doesn't show a lot of emotions. In fact, as Americans are being beheaded and as terrorists are killing people in Santa Barbara, he's, I mean in San Bernardino, he seems to have barely any interest, much less any passion. Um, that's why I was so, I was moved. I really was. I was moved by his tears. But many of us are making the point that while he's crying and talking about these gut-wrenching scenarios like the school where a psychotic kid killed his mom, took her guns and went to the school and shot it up, he has all this emotional power. What he's actually proposed is nothing. He's not proposing a single change to the law. He's proposing some minor tinkering about if you have a gun that you want to you know, uh, transfer to your son, do you get a background check? I mean, it is, the, it is a, a tidal wave of emotion and then a thimbleful of policy. And, and, and just very quickly, a woman whose husband was killed by a mentally ill guy he was trying to help said to him, you know, Mr. President, you're giving us hope. But then you don't have anything to act on it. All you're doing is get our hopes up that something will change. And you even admit that none of your policies would have prevented a single one of these crimes. Um, how did you, you must have been absolutely grist to your mill uh, that these sexual assaults on German women would appear okay. to have been perpetrated, <sighs> not by asylum seekers, but, but rather by migrants, long-term uh, residents of Germany, I hasten to add. Uh, some of them, some of them were uh, short-term migrants. We're still fighting through who they are. But I just, can I talk to your audience for a second, George? Just sit there for a second. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what makes rational people crazy. This notion that I, someone would be happy that a poor woman in Germany or Malmo or uh, one of the other countries where this wave of New, New Year's Eve rapes happen would be happy about it. I'm horrified that women are raped. I'm horrified that women in England are raped, that government officials knew about it for months, the, about the rape club in Rotter, I forget the name of the town. Rotter, yeah. the, Yes, and they knew about the rape club and they did nothing about it. You should be horrified too, but you are so afraid of being called a name. You might be a racist, a bigot, a xenophobe. You would rather see women sexually assaulted on the streets than to tell the simple natural yeah, truth, that's... which is that people from rape cultures bring their rape culture with them when they migrate to Europe. It's just a fact. Everybody knows it, and the only people who deny it are liars. Well, they, I think this it was the fundamental reason it took the German press uh, the best part of a week to react. Absolutely. And I, no, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. And, if, and a I sing, think if a single idiot, if a single uh, xenophobic idiot had thrown a single yeah. rock at a mosque, it would be on the front page of the paper. But you've got women who are sexually assaulted. They tell their stories. They're crying as they talk about having a hundred guys grabbing them, you know, on, on, right in the street. And the police are afraid to approach them. And what do the police say? We were afraid that someone would call us a bigot. And so guess what, Blondie? Lay down on the ground and get groped. No one's going to do anything in the name of political correctness. And you wonder why Donald Trump has a following.
They well, I mean that I think Trump. The odds must be dropping dramatically on him winning uh, the Repub- at least the Republican nomination because all the headlines are working in his favor. Yeah, he, uh, I don't. I, I still think that Republicans are going to tend to do what Republicans do. But he he's what you get when smart people pretend to be stupid about real policies that hurt people. It hurts low skill workers, whether they're American or Irish, when you let other low-skill workers who are willing to live 25 guys in an apartment compete for that labor. And to pretend that it doesn't or to say, I don't know what you're talking about, or anyone who mentions that problem is a racist, all you're doing is empowering the people who, no matter how crazy they are and everything else, and no matter what a big nut he is, are at least willing to point at the real problem. The building is on fire, and the fact that the guy who's shouting fire is wearing a tinfoil hat and thinks that JFK was assassinated by the Bilderbergers is still right that the building's on fire. But the the key thing now for uh, Trump is is that um, I mean he he raised a really interesting he raised a story about I think it's Cruz Cruz was born in Canada That's but right. only became an American a couple of years ago no 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 let me fix you quickly because it's, it's key to the story right if you're an American uh, woman and you give birth your kid is an American period. Now he may also have citizenship elsewhere, but if, you know, if my, if, uh, you know, my, my wife were pregnant and had a baby while we were visiting Dublin, it's still an American. Cred Cruz's mom is an American. His dad is from so, Cuba. So Cruz is an American. American. So you're saying, American. so, so Trump is wrong. No, he's totally wrong. He's, but this is what Trump does. And by the way, he's not saying he's not. He's just going, well, you know, a lot no, of people what Trump questions. said. What Trump said was that he may technically may. not be eligible to run for mm. president. Now, people are talking about now, it. But hold a while. But hold a while now, hold a while. John McCain said that Trump had a point. Now, John McCain (laughs) isn't Trump. John McCain is a different ball game to Trump, and he supports Trump on this issue. So who's right? Well, he hates Ted Cruz is what he does. Senator Ted Cruz is the most hated man in the U.S. Senate because he's kind of the Senate's version of Donald Trump. He went to Washington and said, I'm not here to get along. I'm here to burn the place down. You're so corrupt. You're so... Uh, the distance between you and the people you serve is so great. I'm not going to cooperate with leadership. I'm going to fight what I want to believe in. I think he's doing it out of pure political, you know, calculation. But I don't care. I admire the fact that he he's Ted Cruz has identified the bad guys, the same bad guys that Donald Trump has identified, the same bad guys that you and Europe need to identify. I'm sorry. The, the fundamental culture of Ireland is still a culture of rational, sane people who believe in individual responsibility. You work hard, you get what you want. You also have uh, true compassion as a culture, and you take care of people you want to. But you are not responsible to take care of the world, and you are not a racist hater bigot for saying, "Hey, guy from Rapey McRape Town, maybe just maybe we don't want you to come to our country." There's nothing wrong with you, and this is the shortage of voices well, uh, for people willing to stand up and say that. I have somebody from Galway. You you got your answer, of course, from our now president of Galway on a famous occasion. But he says he thought that the U.S. Fox News cretin wasn't on the program anymore. That's you. <laughs> um, he has no place in Irish wear waves. That's mm. you. Uh, right. And forget that he's entitled to his opinion stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forget that in times of your opinion stuff. And, you know, that is the movement here in the United States. Forty percent of millennials say that the government should make it illegal to say mean things. Of course, you know, Europe has never had a tradition of the First Amendment and free speech. And you can see we all see exactly what's happening here. The people willing to use brute political force are going to silence 
uh, the people that don't agree with them. They're not going to silence you with logic or reason. They're going to silence you with force, whether it's political force or whether it's physical force. We've seen this, of course, with Charlie Hebdo and with the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Muhammad cartoons in in uh, in Denmark and elsewhere. And the more that Europe invites people to come in who don't share the fundamental premises of liberal democracy, the worse it's yeah, going to get but that, for people okay. who share those values in in Europe. Yes. But uh, I had a guest on yesterday, a professor uh, from the University of Kent, Frank Ferreira, and I mean, he mm. is making the point that even on the campuses of Britain, and it's happening on the campuses of the U.S., because I saw it with my own eyes, that any, there is now increasingly a political correctness in universities mm. in which debate is the fundamental of universities, is actually being knocked down. Yeah, it's no, 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 no debate. We just had someone fired from Yale, one of the premier universities, because she suggested that uh, students who were offended by offensive Halloween costumes should relax and, and just acknowledge you saw something offensive and get over it. And she was fired for saying <laughs> you should get and this is Halloween. Was she an academic? Uh, she was the, uh, the 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 head of a house, so she all was right, kind of like right. overseeing a house kind of thing. By the way, for all the people who are, the, your previous guests who said that you owe it to these asylum seekers, have you checked the numbers for Germany yet? 1.1 million people came in as asylum seekers, a whopping 400,000 of them from Syria. Wow, almost a third of the people who are seeking asylum are actual asylum seekers from Syria. The other two-thirds of people are just coming after your stuff. And coming to enjoy their lifestyle uh, in in a uh, you know in a, in a better place to live, they have no interest in adopting Western values. They have no interest in adopting uh, the notion that that you should be free. They are they are here to but, rebuild okay. their version of the world on your back in your community. Okay, I'm going to try because I'm I'm like there's a lot of people agreeing with you on this. But but let me say this though on the issue, I want to go back to the university campuses. Okay, because you would have seen a lot of this in America. And I saw it when I was there. It's now the case also in Britain. Um, mm-hmm. uh, although an Irish academic defended flirtation in Irish universities. It, the point the guy made yesterday from the University of Kent is that flirtation is now an exceedingly dangerous activity for men on university campuses. Do you agree? Oh, no, without a doubt. We just had a story at a private small liberal arts college here in Ohio where a girl uh, was uh, part. There was a group of people. You know how college kids are, particularly now. You kind of have these groups. And she was sexually active with two guys in the group. She bragged about having sex with them before. She had sex with them. Then she bragged about it afterwards. Then two days later, she goes to school and says, I didn't want to have sex with them. And they kicked both of the guys out. No hearing, no evidence, no nothing. They now, every school they want to go to, they are going as, quote, sex offenders. No, all because this the, the premise is you believe everyone who makes an allegation and any sexual content is by definition borderline assault. And so the, the, the these guys never got to even stand up and defend themselves. And that's yeah, the but system that most schools uh, are using. No, but that is a case where there was actual, uh, you know, a sexual act Sex, took place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, he makes the point, and I happen to think he's right. If flirtation is now mm-hmm. an exceedingly dangerous activity, not for students, but for everybody. 
Yeah, no, because it, I mean uh, your it, your performance over here in bars uh, when you went drink <laughs> when you went drinking with Trinity yes. students. Yes, uh, you know I would be kicked out of every decent university, not to mention yeah, every sure. decent bar, if I recreated that. I agree with you, George. Uh, but no, do no, we have the exact same thing? Women say that you're committing a quote microaggression, which means that you are being uh, threatening to me without knowing that you're being threatening because you're getting a door or saying hello. And uh, we have schools. That are mandating something called affirmative, uh, what is it, affirmative approval, affirmative something, where you have to be able to prove afterwards that if you kissed her, you asked her if you could kiss her and you got an affirmative yes. And if she says two days later, I didn't want him to kiss me, you've now committed a sexual assault unless you can approve that you had okay. permission. Okay. Well, the, the texts are running 10 to 1 in your favor, um, but I, the, the ones that are against you are, are better texts. Exactly. <laughs> like I agree. the one from Rory and Finglas who says, George, you are sm- more small-minded and right-wing than I thought. I'm not surprised by your rabble-rouser American friend, but I thought <laughs> you had the benefit of a good education. Uh, please take your head out of his uh, uh, rear orifice uh, so climate change isn't happening and all asylum seekers are rapists. So uh, you and I are on the hit list of a few. And then finally, I have to say, John Turnure says, Michael Graham is making more and more sense. Well, if that's happening, we have to worry. <laughs> I talk agree to you completely. Hey, listen, I need to talk to you about Georgia Tech coming over to play football in yes, September. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Exciting talk, stuff. Talk to you soon.